0: Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Patrick Joseph Gallagher, and I'm joined by Louis McCaffrey. What's your middle middle name, Louis? Uh,
1: John, and my confirmation name's Francis, if you want it.
0: Louis John Francis McCaffrey, Christopher Samani. What's your middle name? Uh, Anthony. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, Christopher Anthony Samani. Um, the panel it's the A team it's the if we were going to war you're the two chaps I would like in my foxhole <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very it's a terrific, uh, start. terrific start terrific uh, you guys were talking about the Tyson Fury match Chris Samani, you're a boxing fan talk me through your thoughts on it just we've not had a chance to
2: Tyson was robbed um, apart from two huge punches he controlled the fight uh, And don't forget this is a guy who's not had a real fight and going on three years really Um, thought it was an excellent performance couldn't believe it when he got up in the twelfth round Um, that punch should have would have put most people down for good but no that was great really enjoyed it is Wilder a good fighter or technically no Um, but as you could see uh, his power he he could stop any heavyweight because he's probably the hardest puncher in boxing Um, but technically nah he's not very good no
0: Louis your thoughts on it have you got any (coughs) Just it was delicious. The big man was absolutely <laughs> technical, uh, technical boxing stuff too. What it's delicious. <laughs> <coughs> um,
1: no, it was good to see Big Tyson taking it to him. He was he was brilliant. He was fantastic.
2: Good, great fight to watch. Best fight I've watched in a long time. He's some boy though. He's got his personality and his character. I mean, the the thing about when Fury first came through, everybody just assumed he was a bit of a joke. I and mean, you've all seen the clip of him punching himself and and whatnot, but. He, he can box. He's, he's a good guy as well, I
0: think. Yeah, um, except for the homophobia. But, uh,
2: well, yeah, no, okay, <laughs> he's, he's got flaws, yes, we all can see that, but, you know, he's, you know the stuff he's doing with mental health and stuff like that just now. You know? Yeah, of course, no one's perfect.
0: Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm, as far as I'm aware, he's kind of working towards educating himself on everything, so, you know, who knows. Uh, Louis, uh, top, iTunes. <coughs> Aye. <laughs> Is there anybody that's not done it yet? I think... Um, I've got. Give, uh, give us five stars if you can be asked. Here's a couple of reviews. Chris or you are probably hearing on these for the first time. This is from Gargantuan Pencil on the 28th of November. Uh, the name of the review is The New Viagra. Makes me hard, especially after Celtic win in Europe or release those zombie snuff films. The only aphrodisiac you'll ever need... <laughs> um, thanks he for that. T-
2: we well, was talking about making up fake iTunes. I think. <laughs> it's the last time I was on. So. Hmm.
0: Um, Mick Hammers, nineteen sixty-seven. Gucci Wee podcast with a heart and a four-leaf clover. Um, Tommy D. Enjoyable listen lacking biscuit bands We've not had. We've not had biscuits in a while. To be fair, um,
2: no, we haven't. We haven't. now that's the hair and biscuit chat. Can I play this? Played itself out, did it not?
0: We like to change gimmick every now and then. We're now an iTunes, iTunes uh an iTunes podcast where we just basically talk about iTunes for most of the, the podcast. I'm looking at you Lou I'm looking at you. I'm sorry,
1: I can't see you because of the reflection of
0: your specs, man. <laughs> I can't see where you're looking. Uh okay I'll, I'll fix the line in a second. Um <laughs> but yeah, um also just final one, Class Man, um that's the name of the thing. Good bit of podcasting, Tam Rogic is a god.
1: Yeah, that that was me.
2: And it, Fake iTunes accounts.
1: Uh, it really is a great show. I mean, I don't think, <laughs> we, I don't think we blow our own trumpet enough. Um, this podcast is it's, it's the greatest.
0: It's the greatest.
1: It's, a, it's the best one you're going to hear when people talk about Celtic. Right? No, no question.
0: Um, so, talking about Celtic, uh, so we're going to talk about the game of the weekend, I think, I'd like us to touch a little bit on Motherwell as well, because obviously there's some bits to talk about there, Um, but, uh, Louis, in fact, no, I'll go to Samani first, Samani, your thoughts on Celtic Aberdeen, sorry, Celtic Camarnock?
2: Yeah, the first half performance was nigh on perfect, it was, we were saying before we came on, we started recording, um, any question domestically asked of us, we answer. I mean, okay, we lose, we've lost some games, we've drawn games, but any any game where it matters or it, it, it's built up to matter, obviously we'll come on going to the top of the league. We answered it emphatically. I mean, the movement in the first half was just phenomenal. You would Christie keeping his form up, um, McGregor uh, sitting deep and dictating things, Forrest with two goals, phenomenal. Izaguiri coming in and making you you know, not miss Tierney for the game. Which when, the f- when you first saw, you were like, "Okay, I'm a bit concerned about that." It was just, it was just fantastic to watch. Um, they had no answers to it, um, and this is just, uh, Clark's sides kind of been built on being difficult to break down, but they had absolutely no answers to that. And Clark, after the game, alluded to the fact we'd made changes for the Motherwell game and then made them back, and he's not got the luxury of doing that, but. <laughs> Uh, even if they were you know fresh and at full strength and stuff like that i don't see them or any other side in scotland being able to cope with is in that form
0: <sighs> Louis your kind of thoughts on it too
1: yeah it's probably
2: arguably the kind of some of the best football
1: i've seen under, under rogers um probably one of the best performances if you take away the kind of <clears throat> obviously the big games against um the forces of evil and and that sort of stuff um what we usually do step up and we really do put on a, a a great performance because there's a bit of pressure there. What's the pressure that the weekend against Kumali? Not really. I mean,
0: obviously they were
1: the top of the league, but you know, I don't think that the Celtic players would have been
0: particularly nervous going into the game or anything like that. I, can I I felt a little bit of pressure, um, in a good way. Pressure's maybe the wrong word. I was just I was looking forward to this game. This is Bad a game advantage. I thought, mm-hmm. um. You know, because Comarnock have done so well recently and because they're really hard to break down, you're thinking to yourself, if Celtic go 25 to 30 minutes without scoring, you know, they get a little bit more confidence. Uh, But, you know, the story of the match, five minutes in, goal, they have to come out, game over. We fucking annihilate them. Yeah. Um, With some... The summer
1: of football is just
0: different different class. Different gravy. Different gravy. (laughs) Um... Samani so mentioned Azagiri. how did you think he performed
1: I thought he was really good as Samani says he didn't he didn't really miss Tierney and I didn't think the team really looked like they missed him that much Like because we kind of still had someone who was willing to go forward and first goal puts in a great cross um, I thought the cross was terrific for the first goal yeah. so no it was good because it didn't it, it just didn't disrupt us too much um, but Izaguiri, he can come into a game like that and do that. <coughs> can he do it? If he was to stay in the side for the next few games, could he play to that level in every game and do it consistently? I, I doubt it. You want KT back in there, obviously, right away, but <coughs> for a one-off performance, it was great. If, if only we had done Izaguiri at right-back. Do you think Izaguiri is perfect for Hull? <coughs>
2: Fuck up.
0: Get up. Do you think um, Izaguiri is perfect for this situation
2: yeah um, who did he start against start against earlier on the season can't remember he started that's the second game he started I think yeah when he came in to cover for Tierney it was going right out of my head but he was great that game too I, I think don't think azagiri has got the legs or the stamina to play a number of games in a row anymore but we signed him for exactly what he does Is he, for what he's doing just now if he needs to come in and fill for Tierney for the odd game he's more than capable of doing it, you know. He gives you a dependable performance and he ain't going to be bothered about sitting on the bench. So, uh, it was good to see him. Good to see him playing. Uh, you know, obviously an assist for the first goal. Fantastic.
0: Um, so again, an assist for the first goal. Uh, here's the kind of story of the match. I'm sure everyone knows anyway. Um, Forrest scored in the fifth minute um, after a great cross by by Izaguiri. Edward in the 25th minute, made it 2-0. Um, some nice little interplay on the edge of the box. Um, Edward scored, his finish was terrific, his game overall, uh, I felt he, um, I thought he played okay, but I kind of felt he, I don't know if he was suffering from from the Motherwell game, the fact that, you know, he he didn't start that, he came on, and, you know, we came on with 10 minutes to go, and obviously we conceded the goal, but he just looked a little bit off, thoughts, Louis Louis, Amani? I don't think he put, played particularly well, but I, I just felt um, he overran the ball a couple of times. His link-up play w- wasn't as as good as it has been. However, w- with that little lack of quality in terms of maybe maybe a little drop in concentration, he still scores a fantastic goal. Yeah, no,
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean the the goal was brilliant. The, the finish was fantastic, but yeah, I know what you mean. He just maybe looked a wee bit a wee bit rusty, a wee bit off it almost, but. I mean, when he can still pull off goals like that when he when he's maybe not playing at his best, like I think it just shows you how. I th- I just think he's got so much potential, and he'll get there with it. I just think everybody maybe expects him to have the same impact like Dembele had. But I think he's going to be a slow burner for me. And, and and that's it. Sorry, Chris.
2: No, no, he's exactly right. I think, I think people do forget. He costs a lot of money, and I think people do forget that. He's 20. He's 20. He's really, really, you know, still rough around the edges. Um, his touch, I I mentioned it last time I was on, at home to Leipzig, it was unbelievable. The ball stuck to him, you know, his hold-up play was really good. And then he can go to the other games where it's, you know, it's his first touch is just bounces off him. But he's got everything there. He just needs to hone it a bit better. And people, I think most people will be patient with him uh, and understand that he'll have... Ups and downs, games like that. But when he's on, when he's firing in all cylinders, he's he's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I thought um, there was a couple of chances, a couple of times where he made the wrong pass or his this decision making wasn't as, as great as it can be. There was the one in the second half where he should have squared it to Sinclair. Yeah. Sinclair, um, I'm thinking of it specifically, and there was one in the second half where the first half where if he just Kept the ball under control Come back to your point um, but he overran it mm-hmm. and it went to the keeper again as we say these are little these are minor points because he scored a terrific goal and we played some sensational football his movement was still really great as well and that's the other point uh, Michael Lustig Michael
3: Lustig mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. oh come on can you not give him any credit now nah fucking Gordon and all,
2: no, no. Gordon no the clown. It's just you can taste the bitterness, can't you?
0: Why is he so bitter, Chris?
2: I don't know.
1: Don't know. Where's
2: it come from, Lou? <laughs> it's,
1: it, it's, it's got a good wee goal, right? He's got a good wee goal, but you know when. When we have got them hemmed in, we get washed to go, up, it takes about ten minutes to go up the pitch and then he can just stay there see that? If that and that's
0: w- cute that's see nice. if, if that was Big Tony Ralston's going to go, I can assure you this guy would have opened the uh oh, oh, opened oh, the podcast. Like mid- is oh. coming, man. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> He's
2: coming. Oh, Jesus Do you know do you know who was good as well? Sinclair. Sinclair I thought, I
0: thought Sinclair played really well. Yeah.
2: Um Um it probably should have scored. I mean, obviously he crashed it off the bar, which was was uh, you know his kind of trademark from when he was good in the first season, <laughs> where he would come in from the side, come in for the wing and, and curl it, and it, it crashed off the bar. It was really unlucky. There was another one where he went into the box and, and completely mishit it. But no, it was. I mean, I we, thought, we, I th- we've, we've stated our opinion on him. You know, since the first season, really, and I'm not saying that this is the return of Scott Sinclair, but you need to give him credit for how he played. I still like to see
1: Lewis Morgan in there. It's a shame that he's no. It's not happened for him. Well, you I know, thought we would have seen more of him at this point.
0: We'll, we'll get to Christie in a second, right? But if anyone's going to, you know, a young Scottish player who's sitting on the bench thinking my chance is never going to come, just needs to look at Ryan Christie. No, of course, and, and that that's the thing. He is quite an inspiration. But with Sinclair, the point on Sinclair, I completely agree. Um, he again, his his movement uh, stretched Kilmarnock, um and he actually linked up really well with Um He was over- overlapping really, really well, going to the bylink, then just you know skinning the, the the defender and coming inside as well. Um, but then he he probably benefited from the fact that KT wasn't there. Yeah, because I mean, KT obviously
1: you've got to get the ball to him on that side. So he he was probably
0: the main man on the left for once. I wonder how it would be interesting to see Sinclair on the right-hand side.
2: I'm not that interested in
0: seeing it. Fair enough. Um, But (laughs) but with with, with Sinclair, though, I I thought he played well. I'd like to see Azagiri on the right-hand side. I wouldn't be interested in seeing that. Um, But, you know, Sinclair I thought played well, and I think that... Again, we talked about it last week, or the week before, that there's no one else anyway. I mean, Morgan's not at that level yet. Um, I don't think he's going to... We're probably going to buy a... In January, we're probably going to try and buy a winger, I'd imagine. Um, But anyway, so Sinclair, um, so Edward, Lustig, um, and then obviously Christie. Forrest scored the second in the second half. But is Ryan Christie the free-kick taker that we all deserve?
2: Uh, Calm yourself down Christopher, calm yourself down It was was a nice free kick but
1: He's no Andy Halliday, you know what I'm saying?
2: He's no Andy Halliday (laughs) I think we can all agree on that Andy Halliday (laughs) Halliday. But I mean um, It was really refreshing to see Uh, Last few free kicks we've had It's been a a split between Griffiths and Benkovic Well well, Griffiths scored one didn't he? Yeah he scored one a couple A couple of weeks ago. A couple of ago, yeah. has hit a few recently and it just seems like he TBs it as hard as he can, you know. It was, it was great to <laughs> TB. it was great to see Christy play um in continuous run of form, which is remarkable. Absolutely remarkable.
0: Absolutely remarkable. Uh when was the last time we had a good consistent free kick taker? And I'm not talking about I mean Griffiths scored those two against England and he's kinda of been living off that ever since ta- he's ta- ta- almost had ta- ta- a few. You would think Tam with his <coughs> technique would. I mean, he, scored f- he scored a few. But he doesn't. Aye, he doesn't it, seem that. He's never there or thereabouts in terms of actually going up to get the ball. No. no. He doesn't seem no. that confident in just taking the ball, which is weird because he's got the technique for but it. But then I think that
1: <coughs> that must be something that Rogers has said though that it, there's no set free kick taker. I think it's up to the players to judge it where, wherever the yeah. But if Griffith, the if Griffith, is, the if Griffith is. is on
0: that ball, he's pitches taking mean, he's the ball. He's becoming very problematic, if
2: um, f- we've We've been lucky to see two of the best free-kick takers probably ever. And Nakamura and How Van but can... oh, Van Hoidonk.
3: Nah, Van Holden
2: was Van sensational. Van was phenomenal at free-kicks. Yeah, for, um, for every
0: club he was at as well. It wasn't yeah. just like it was just a small period for us. For every club he was at.
2: Brilliant. Um, so, I mean, especially with Nakamura, though. Obviously, he was there longer than, than Van Hoidonk was. But you genuinely thought... It's like a it was almost like a penalty when yeah. he had it in and around the box. Um, and we've not really had that since. Mulgrew, you get a few, don't
0: you? Mul- Mulgrew did. Mulgrew had a decent run of form. But then again, Mulgrew did that thing where he kind of tailed off. It's kind of like, we seem to have... Yeah. Like Nakamura, every single game, every time he played for Celtic and he get a free kick, his technique was so exquisite that it was always going to be on target. So, it, you know, I'd, I'd love... You know, we should actually find out what his shot to goal ratio was. I bet she'd lose a way we could find it out. I'll speak to that um, Norwegian guy. Um, but Mulgrew went through a period where he was hitting terrific free kicks, terrific free kicks. Same with corners. And then it was almost as if, cut off point, you're now going to hit the wall or hit it over every every single mm-hmm. time. And that's kind of what happened with Griffiths. Griffiths went through a period, I remember, was it Beersheva at home? Yep. When he rattled in an absolute peach and... Obviously, the two against England, and he has scored free kicks other than that, but we've just not had a consistent um, free kick to get. And Cham started taking them for a while, remember? Aye,
2: yeah. very briefly, aye.
0: And he, he scored a couple for, for the French under-21s and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's really quite... I mean, they've got Andy Halliday there, you know, rattling them in. Yep. Semi-weekly basis. That was his first goal in two years, I think. I've not, I've not even seen it. Is that a good free kick?
2: Yeah, it was a good strike. it was, that? But... Uh, Keeper uh, wasn't positioned very well, but it was a good strike.
0: Uh, on Ryan Christie, um, we, we've been talking Love. about him a lot recently, um, but rightly so, and he deserves us to keep talking about him. Uh, your thoughts, Louis?
1: Well, you know, this is the 90-minute cynic, so we're all meant to be a bit... Uh, well, we can be cynical about things. Yeah. I keep waiting for it to end. Like, I keep waiting <laughs> for, like, he can't be that good again. Like, But he's just defying all... Logic, now. Every game he's the match winner, and every game right now, it's, yeah. it's he's, a di- he's a difference. He's a difference, yeah. you can't take him out that team. <clears throat> and obviously, we're going to talk about Motherwell, uh, the Motherwell game later. But obviously, the the lineup had changed a wee bit with someone coming back into the team. Yeah, we we'll to that. To see us back to that team at the weekend, and Christy, you know, as. Someone was saying, McGregor and that deeper position and everything was just so quick, so so much quicker, so much more fluid and Christy playing his playing his best and really died the match winner.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing though, um and what we'll come to now I guess um you've got Christie and I me and Chris were talking about this before we started recording. You get Christie, you get McGregor, and you get Tam. Tam's terrific on the half term Tam's terrific at bringing other people in he's terrific at letting the ball travel through him he's also obviously amazing at taking the ball and you know doing something special with it yeah. but he's really good at letting the ball go through him similar to Raquel me in a way right mm-hmm. but I'm uh-huh. not competitive we hear you we
2: hear you. <laughs> you're know, no, you similar to like Pete Beaton. I think that's what you're okay, trying to sorry, say. Okay, sorry,
0: that's all right. Pete Beaton. Um, but, no, <laughs> but, but my point is, he lets the ball travel through him really, really quickly and um, in, in, in a really specific way. Like Callum McGregor is just... What's your thoughts, Chris?
2: McGregor? He's playing well, I eh? First <laughs> choice, yeah? Well, he played further... He played uh, further forward. Uh, against Motherwell. Now this will come into the Brown argument because that's what we want to get there will be there will be there will be a section of the support probably um represented around this table to say that McGregor's crap further forward when Brown's playing in that deeper position. But McGregor wasn't particularly good against Motherwell when he was further further forward. Now when he drops deeper since he started playing there since Brown went out, you can't you can't criticise him. He's, he's been excellent now. But how was he? In, how was he against Motherwell? He was. I thought he was pretty, pretty average, to be perfectly honest. So, so, so I suppose I'm, so. So is everybody else, though. But, uh, but, but yeah, but he deserves. Not everybody Christie wasn't. But what I'm saying is, see, since he's moved into Brown's position, he,
0: he's been excellent. You can't fault. him. So here's the thing. So Christie was obviously played out wide. Um, and he played briefly up front. Then he basically it all comes together when you find that player's position. So Christie's found that position. Brendan Rodgers, and and again that was down to uh, necessity in terms of players being out. But his position's been found. A niche has been created. That is his role now. It's the same with McGregor. We talked about this before. McGregor yeah. before this run of form in in Brown's position, McGregor was a very good player. He was good in all those positions. He was average in some positions. The wide left position specifically couldn't actually dictate in any way or any form. McGregor is now the player he is, and how he's been touted because he's in Brown's role.
2: It's the same as Christie. Christie was at one point before he made his breakthrough. Rogers was playing him as a, a striker at times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he came on and he was hopelessly ineffective. Now that wasn't his fault. That was where he was asked to play and stuff. But now he's being utilised where he should be or where he's more effective, you're getting you're so, the benefits of essentially, it.
0: Essentially, you can't hamstring someone into a into a formation just because you want them on the pitch. You need the best players for that formation and the best players in those positions. Between Brown and McGregor, right now, on form, it's McGregor. Now, Without a doubt. So, you know... Uh, Brendan Rogers said at the weekend that he's not one for sentimentality. He respects everyone and he's happy that, you know, specifically talking about Brown, that, um, you know, he respects him as a player and, you know, he's an important member of the squad, but he's not going to be a first-choice player. Sorry, first-team player. At the moment, He made it clear that it wasn't just he's never going to play in the first-team again, because that is ridiculous, right? However, against Motherwell, (coughs) Brown is a player that we absolutely have a place for. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that place is going to be every week, and I'm I, I'm starting to think that Brown's going to be one of those guys who comes on in the 80th minute to seal the deal. I was saying to you, you know, Salzburg. If we're one 0 up against Salzburg and it's the 81st minute and Scott Brown comes on, you'll think looking at that, thinking perfect. Yeah. He'll slow the game down. He'll keep possession. He'll keep everyone in check, and that's absolutely superb going into that game, do you really want him ahead of McGregor in that in in current form? I don't think anyone does.
1: No, definitely not. And we
0: can't, there's, there, there, there is no sentimentality. This is not saying Scott Brown has become a bad player. This is not saying that Scott Brown isn't an effective player. This is just saying we need these tools for this situation.
2: I yeah. think, yeah. sure.
1: No, I just, I mean, I think we you could see it, I mean, it's maybe unfair on Scott Brown to to just analyse the two games that we've just had but if you look at the difference in us from the Motherwell game to the Kilmarnock game it, it, it was massive I mean we just look we look so much better when we've got McGregor and it it's the pace at which he does everything as you say like he just everything goes through him everything flows through him and he's so quick at moving the ball on um, and Scott Brown will slow things down and we just look like we've got the handbrake on when we've got Scott Brown there, I think, in comparison to how we've been recently. But there is one man that's been kind of all forgotten in this and someone that we need to th- think about in this tough time. A boy Kouassi. <laughs> that boy has stood behind Scott Brown, waiting for his chance, yeah. waiting for his chance. Gets injured, McGregor comes, just pisses all over the position, takes
2: it. His career's over, itself too.
1: Yeah,
0: I think I do I think there's a question about that. Um, do you do you think do you think Scott? <laughs> guys,
2: be- guys out for the season. You've know, just written them off. Yeah. I don't it's think shocking. No, because but, I don't think he'll
0: professional football again, Lou. He was
1: brought. Right. In, he was brought in to be Scott Brown's replacement. Is that annoying you?
0: It really is. I had to take the the, the cop off from folks because it was annoying me. Fuck. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> um, he was brought in to be Scott Brown's replacement, and then instead of. Rodgers has obviously clearly realised that a like for like is not the best situation and just changed up the position entirely so that's him fuck
0: yeah (laughs) I mean I think he was he was on the way out I like him maybe we can retrain him him we don't have to like every fucking player we don't have to have these cult I don't like Lushtig or Gordon I do like (laughs) Lushtig that's all I I do like him yeah You want to be saying that when he scores a hat-trick against Rangers in the 29th. Um, so, Manny, see, with the Scott Brown one, uh, do mm-hmm. you think that he, again... Okay, so let's look at Motherwell, right? Because as fantastic as Celtic were against, in that first half specifically, but I, we played well the whole game, as fantastic as Celtic were against Camarnock, where we went back to the top of the league, showing Scottish football who's the boss, fucking scooping, scooping the plankton out and putting them in their little... in our little fucking fish tank. Um, we were... Who in that second half against Motherwell
2: We will. Um, Too many changes. Yeah. Well. The, yeah. I mean, I think we've done that a few times before and been bitten. I, I agree with with Brown um, coming in. I mean, to go back to Sunday before that though, he was excellent against um, Aberdeen when he came on. Made the difference because I felt the pressure and the the aggressive physicality, shall we say came for for Aberdeen, I felt he he came on, used all of his experience, wound up players that he needed to wind up and then Aberdeen shut and allowed us to see the game out. Um a lot of changes on, on the on the, the Wednesday for the Motherwell game. He does slow it down, I can see that he drops too deep. He's almost at times an auxiliary centre half, you see him that far back. But I think some of the other changes contributed to that as well. It's a bit too simplistic to say that Brown was the architect of that. Um but yeah, it, it, we weren't as dynamic as we could be, or we certainly weren't as dynamic as we were on Saturday. Um, but we were the architects of our own downfall against Munavil. Yeah, we I, should have been out of sight at half time.
0: I think it was, you know, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people just looked at that game, saw Scott Brown playing, saw Scott Scott Brown dropping deep the way McGregor hasn't, and have just went he's costing us this game. Scott Brown wasn't in any way at fault for the, for the for for Celtic losing to Motherwell. Celtic were at fault for Celtic losing to Motherwell. We should have been 4-0 up at half time. I'm going to say two I words. <clears throat> but the dif- the difference is though before
1: your two words. The, the difference is I thought in the Motherwell game that I I didn't even realize Scott Brown was playing like halfway through the game. He had no influence on things. Mm. And yet McGregor, when he's playing in the same position, is a major, major influence in how we play. So the, it wasn't that Scott Brown was necessarily doing anything wrong. It was that we were almost like a man down, and especially in a position where McGregor would be we contr- completely, the beating heart
0: of it. We completely controlled that first half. And if we'd scored the penalty... We yeah. would have went in at half-time. I and mean, it's a completely different Of course, different game. of course, it'd be a different game. I know, but but it can't, it can't. Just, that second half performance was, but it's was not, dire. Ju- but it's not just down at Scott Brown. No, it's not. Um, it's not. But he, you know I mean, Lee, Griff- Lee Griffiths. To me now, I'm a Lee Griffiths fan, right? But Lee Griffiths at this point, whenever he comes on, when he came on in the second half, he's an absolute shadow of his former self um he's not even he's not even taking shots anymore do you know what I mean he's he's he, a
1: couple of goals a couple of goals and that would all change for him he's, he's, yeah. he's a
0: striker he's a confidence I know like. I know but he's he's not even performing and he's not even making he, he, he's just not playing his game his, his yeah, game is built yeah. on instinct it definitely his, looks out of sorts his, his game is built on being in the right place at the right time he's just never even close to, do you know what I mean Chris
2: mm, mm. do you disagree he, he, no he, he looks like a guy who's Struggling for confidence. Um, who was it? Uh, I can't remember who we played. It wasn't. When was it? God, I'm getting old, man. Well, it was when name. he came on. Was it could was it Leipzig? I can't even remember. He came on for the last ten minutes or so, and his touch was really poor. He looked nervous. He, 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 he let the ball go a few times. Jeez, ah, I'm getting old. I can't remember who that was. Anyway, what I'm saying about him is, he, he looks like he's scared to make a mistake. He's trying too hard to do something special because he feels as if he's got a point to prove. He almost looks as if he just needs to relax and, and kind of let go a wee bit. He, he maybe needs a run of games to do that, which he's probably not going to get as long as Edward's fit. So he's in, he is in a bit of a difficult position, but...
1: I think he made a rod for, a rod for his own back, though, with all that... I'm the of, aye,
0: but even though I'm the striker, number one striker and... Aye,
1: I'm number one striker, but then, like... St- this whole admission that he wasn't fit enough for then no going with Scotland and stuff, and then it puts pressure on him when he comes back because he's got to prove that he is fit enough and like, you know, this is the you know, th- this is the best version of me, this is what I should have been given. Mm. But he, he looks as if there's a bit of a weight on his shoulders and now he can't he's not he's not playing the way that we know he can. But a couple of a couple of worldies like you know he's capable of and it would be a different story I think. Worldies? Worldies get ah, that tip. F- oh, it's a fuck. bit modern football, never not uh, that it's, all, it's, it's It's a bit Pure pickles, so- oh, Pure teckers. So- pure
0: teckers. Game. Oh, aye Yeah, I Shut the bed I'm sorry. Um, see with the model game is it just a case of bastard put it to bed conceded the stupid goal or is there more to it? Do you think Rogers does uh Who no, the game since?
1: No one five one. 1-5-1.
0: No, you know, what well, I mean, no, move on. No, well, we need to win our away games. We've not won, our, our away record this season is really pretty pitiful. So, should we just be going into these away games just for the next couple of months just to get the fucking points on the board? Do you think he's maybe undermining, do you think he's not putting as much emphasis on winning these stupid away games
2: than he should. I mean, making changes like that, um... We've, we've, that's bitten us in the backside a few times. Do you know what I mean? So, but I understand why he does it. You know what I mean? It's
1: it's great if it works. Yeah, and
2: then if it doesn't, you look a bit of a. And it's as it a squad game. It, it has to be. That's a bit more football and all squad game, is isn't a, it? It's a game of <laughs> but, two halves. Game of two halves and all that. But I get it because you, guys like McGregor, guys like Tierney, have played the most minutes in world football apparently. And Aye. Yeah, I mean, they're still. I mean, Tierney especially. They're young guys still. As much as they can run and run all day or whatever and play a lot of games, they will burn out. So you do need to give the opportunity to kind of maybe rest them or drop them at times over the course of the season. That's why we've got a lot of squad players. Um, seven changes was an awful What It was seven changes, wasn't it? Yeah, seven. seven changes is an awful lot. Maybe maybe less. It would, have been, it would have been better able to cope with it. But as we've stated, Griffiths scores that penalty. Game over. Game over I mean that was pretty much the only shot they had in Target. Now you could see it building because it was getting later and, and, and I wouldn't say they were creating clear cut opportunities, but you could certainly see that we weren't as comfortable as we should have been. Was a foul on Gamboa though. By I the way. So. Um but at the end of the day, we didn't take one of the number at number of chances we had in the first half and we paid the penalty for it.
0: Just what I just like is I would just like us to improve our uh, away performances in, in, in the SPFL, you know. I just like to be more clinical at times yeah. as well. That's, sometimes you know, that's You know, St Mirren away, Livingston away, fucking Motherwell away. I mean, that's what—that's six points dropped against... I mean, we should be. And I know there are situations surrounding every one of those games. Livingston game, for example, we'd been on a terrific run, and all runs come to an end, I understand that. St where we we're going through a really bad patch you know, I just... What, well, Samaritan? Did we not beat Rangers in the game beforehand? Uh, yeah. No, well, wait, we're going through a kind of weird... That's when the whole kind of splitting the dressing room and all that pitch was coming through. But anyway, uh, question from Sean. Sean, uh, at Sean Tevin. Is Christy already better than Armstrong? Uh, Louis McCaffrey. Yes. <laughs>
2: he's not done it. He's, uh, he's long <laughs> enough for as consistently look at, look at as he his face. just... Yep. He's... Is, Christie, is, is Christie's form absolutely brilliant? Yes. Um, he has had him. Armstrong, Armstrong in the first season from when he came on in about October to the end of the season. Huge, huge player scoring important goals for us. Christie looks the same, but he's only done it over, what, eight or nine games so far. I mean, Armstrong scored the equaliser in the, in the cup final in the, the first treble season. You know, he stepped up to the plate like that quite a lot of times, scoring goals against Rangers. Now, he's formed that really badly and consistency was an issue for Armstrong, but see when Armstrong was on top form for us. What a player he was, and we can't forget that. Could Christie be better than him? Possibly, but... can yeah, i a bit.
0: I, I agree with that thing. That's, uh, I, of course you g- do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm his lapdog, of course. <coughs> um, I've, uh, that question... I don't m- agree with it. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry,
2: just embodied Christian
0: there. I don't agree with it. Um... I, Come back. with well, Let's see that question in in April. April. I'll give you the same answer in
2: April. But that's because you don't change. He's the greatest. Why are you Why are you speaking into that microphone like some two bob Liam Gallagher? I'll I'll come back to you in April. He's got he's his arms <laughs> behind his back for some reason. Uh,
0: here's another one about Christie. If Christie was doing everything uh, he has, but for another club, would you buy him and how much for? So if he was playing in this form, like if Christie was playing in the English Championship and we had the opportunity to buy him, you'd be you'd be keen to. Well,
1: we don't buy for the Championship. If he was if he was at Aberdeen, was another, or you know an our
0: SPFL team. You'd yeah, all go, "Aye, oh, he's shit, he's not good enough. He plays in the SPFL. Get it the fuck. He's rubbish." Aye, that's
2: pretty much what the call would be. Wouldn't yeah, be? that's what you'd all say. Whether they could cope on it, whether they could
1: cope with the mental side of it, but he's clearly that, That's, that's
2: right, not Liam, a problem
0: I mean. that's for them.
3: That's, right, that's right,
0: Liam. Uh, this is another one for um, uh, Louis
2: McCaffrey
0: Craig Craig Shields asks will Ryan Christie be Scotland's first ever £100 million player
2: yes it's second after Stuart Armstrong to (laughs) Liverpool in the summer Uh,
0: just before we move on uh, let me ask you this the referees
2: oh the referees are
0: they they incompetent or is there an agenda against Heldick The knuckle robbers. What? What? The knuckle rubbers Knuckle rubbers Do you think that that you think there's an agenda against them? No funny
1: handshakes and all that. Aye. Aye. Come on, let's call a spade a spade here, boys.
2: They're pure garbage. I mean, they're shite and all. (laughs) Is there an agenda? I don't know. There's certainly, I, I certainly believe there was once upon a time. Whether that still exists or not, it's up for debate. Oh, get, Even in no, on, no, no. But, no like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because we're, we're still the best team in Scotland. And f- do you know what I mean? We, sh- we, we, we should call them out on what we do know, right? For a hundred percent, is that they're utterly, utterly pish. They're they're incapa- incapable of, ref- of refereeing games to the standard required now. Scottish football's is not the best league in the world, but they still have to. We still should have referees of a, a sufficient standard. I mean, guys like Andrew Dallas, right? He's a referee purely because he's Dallas. his dad He's his been fast tracked <laughs> purely because of that.
0: His cup final performance was embarrassing.
2: Is he biased against us? I don't know. I, I mean, his dad certainly looked as if he was, <laughs> but the bottom line is. He's still a bad referee Even if he is biased against us or not He's a terrible, terrible referee And he's one of many And I think the quality of referee I mean, the, you can talk about the agenda If there is one or whatever I mean, Rangers fans will turn around And say there's an agenda against them Goal and it was offside at the weekend Right, certainly don't believe that What I do believe is What you could know 100% Is that the, the refereeing standard is abysmal Abysmal um, Dreadful we-
0: it was a penalty the weekend though against Benkovic uh,
2: alright whatever well,
0: 5-1 <laughs> no I'm just no no do you think it was a penalty uh,
2: I wasn't I wasn't sure at the time but then having seen it back um, was it in the box probably on the line did they catch him I think the guy left his leg trailing <laughs> uh, but I don't It was Ay, aye ok whatever yeah, I, I don't care why are
0: you upset with me what did I am what do you think I agree with you somewhere. thanks yeah. very much oh Can't. you're his lapdog, dog are you no. for cookies. once
2: I
1: agree with him for you f- once you finish his sentences you wee bitch I finish his sandwiches
2: you complete me oh.
0: <laughs> Uh just we're going to have a little bit of SPFL new, in, in, in terms of just updating where we are because we don't actually do this often Celtic so I'll take a top of the league please Played 15, <coughs> one 10, drawn 3, lost 2, 36 4, 8 against. Um, so we got a goal difference of 28 and we get 33 points. Rangers are second, uh, they've played a game more than us, um, and are two points behind us. Uh, they've actually scored more goals, more goals than us. Um, they, we've almost conceded what? We've conceded six less. Um, so they get a goal difference of 24. Uh, so Rangers, Kelly, are on the same points. Hearts are just behind them in 30. Uh, then St Johnston, Livingston, you know, 5th downwards is just... 5th to 8th is a mini-league, and then 9th to 12th is a, is a mini-league. So it's like this league is split up into sort of three. Uh, are Looking at that, right, so I just want to talk about Rangers. We don't often talk about Rangers, but we may as well at this oh, point. Oh, let's get into it. Uh, they, they really aren't very good, are they? No. Um, that game yesterday, that was honestly... I didn't get to see yesterday. Did you see it yourself? Oh, maybe?
1: I watched the whole game.
0: How, were they bad? Really bad? Really, really poor. That's probably the worst I've seen them. Um, what were
1: they lacking? <laughs> they, were, they, they just looked completely... Just not good enough. Like they had no, like no ideas, but they just looked so poor against a Dundee. See to be fair, I thought Dundee actually looked decent on the counter attack. They actually looked quite good. In I skills. heard McGowan
0: had a good game. A bit, Aye, we be Um, with his wee um the, the
1: boy. Curran as well was. Quite good. Got, yeah, um, yeah. I like
0: Kerr Right, is it right back? Kerr please.
2: Uh, that guy he's, he's a good player Kamara's a good player
1: as well Kamara is yeah um, but Dundee actually looked good and um, I mean you wouldn't have said that a matter of weeks ago but no they looked really really poor and after getting beat
0: off of Aberdeen during the week as well I mean that that's what the, the four points dropped well I uh, sorry three five points dropped in two games you watched the Aberdeen game Chris yeah. or you
2: watched the highlights at least did you Rangers Aberdeen yeah I watched the Three minute clip on uh, YouTube, right? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it was a belter.
0: Um, I know someone who was at it and basically said, "They just, are, but it, they just are not creating any opportunities." Um, Goldston looks like a bit of a bomb scare. Tavernier, mm. um, Tavernier or whatever, he's not full back, is he? Because he's costing them down that right hand side. Uh,
2: it's it's the same. I was thinking it's it was the same under Marty, same under um, Warburton Button and uh, Pedro. Uh-huh. Who is my personal favourite um, They do really well They they f- fly out the blocks And if they score an early goal At times against some of the lesser teams they would they, You can normally put a few past them But they struggle If the teams are dogged Or if they, they hold out for a period of time They get frustrated And they lack that bit of creativity As you mm. say In order to do it Now Morelos Whatever you, you, you think of him um Without him, they've got nobody that can lead the line. I mean Lafferty's just an enigma. He turns up against us every now and again. But other than that, you know, he's just a big cart horse up front or whatever. Um I thought he said tart horse. <laughs> cart cart horse. He's just he's just a big you know big fud big man that's a, big a, man a, up front You he's know, a, he's
0: a shite version of Samaras with without the skill
2: yeah I mean <laughs> so, so I mean you've got the two of them and, and Morelos is obviously oh, he's, his temperament is just totally laughable but you certainly see that if he's out that they really lack a focus they really lack a, a focal point at the top of the attack and I think a lot of the times you know when you watched historically when we've watched Rangers guys of our age, maybe not you Louis but they we're drawing one each with five minutes to go you just assumed they would get a goal yeah. and you don't know. I watch those if I ever watch them watch their games I think this is just going to play out to a draw or they're not going to, You know, or they'll get beat because you can see the lack of imagination they've got and their manager just can't kind of figure that out or cope with
0: what do you think about the manager Lou, how do you think he's handling it do you think he's starting to lose it he keeps slagging th- his players off ah, yeah, I think
1: he is as well uh, This comments what oh. They, were, they weren't very considered it was just kind of going off on one I, I don't think that's that can't be good for a dressing room I mean he's talking about the fact that players will be shaking their heads when they're not picked like he was saying that and how they he they he you know they can't complain to him or knock on his door anymore because he's got all the evidence
0: after a game like that like what are you talking about you'd imagine know. that would be the sort keep of keep that in house <laughs> you'd you imagine that would be the sort of sort of thing that would turn that changing room against you just consistently getting slagged off
1: the thing is, he like I think he's done a really good job. To be fair, from where he's taken him compared to what Pedro Kashinia had done. to Same the point. points. Same points. So, aye, but in terms of the European stuff and they're all, they, Ab- have, Ab- they, Ab- have, D- they have got a threat on their day when they're playing at their best. They, they can they cause problems and they've scored the most goals in the league for, for a reason as well, I suppose. But referees are in favour of them, of course. <laughs> but um, no manager, very few managers are going to have their first job and it's going to go perfect And you know, to think that he was going to win the league or do anything major this year was just absolute moonbeams but of course it's the hope that kills them every time they think they get to the top of the league they're only there for three days they could only last three days at the top of the league and then it all went
0: to shit but he deserves a bit of criticism as well I think he deserves a lot of criticism. I but think. he's not going to get I don't it. think he's on himself with any sort of class or grace. No. <laughs> it's just laughable. But, but it, you,
1: you can contrast that with someone like Brendan Rodgers, and it's unfair because of the amount of games that Brendan Rodgers has been a manager for, but he's very measured, very, very considered. And I could imagine that Brendan Rodgers has probably been like that his whole can, managerial can, can, career. Can, can, can I, He's maybe more. Gerard's
0: maybe too stuck in the mind of a player. Let him know. we we'll just look at someone like Alan Archibald or Martin Canning, right? First job. I know it's obviously different levels in terms of expectation, but Alan Archibald always hit him. You know, carried himself off with a certain level of grace and you know respect. Um, same with Martin Canning I think he says a lot of interesting things I think he's very smart with how he puts himself across the thing with these guys is though I think they're they're intelligent enough to know that whatever I say is going to be taken at face value mm. so you know I could also be taken at context so let's just be smart and you know not everyone's going to be poring over the Hamilton Academical Manager's fucking points but at the same time after a game like against Celtic where you know they've been denied a penalty or whatever, I always find these guys seem to be you know for their first job Smart enough to know, you know, I'm in. A, I'm in this situation for a reason, and let's play it smart. But Steven Gerrard has got that level of how am I not winning? I'm Steven
2: Gerrard. Well, that's that's exactly that. When I see the guy, he, two things: one, they got a boost because of who he was and, and what he did as, as, a, as a player. That came in it galvanised him. Stevie G, you know that. But what happens after that is. The players, you know, that natural lift will disappear and you're left with a squad and you're left with his ability. His comments after the match strike me as somebody who can't believe that the players can't do what he did. (laughs) no, 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 you're right, yeah. And I think there's a lot of... I I, I mean, there are examples of of great players who went on to become great managers, but a lot of the best ones don't. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's a factor, whether or not they just think... I mean you remember hearing the stories about Glenn Hoddle I was just about to say Glenn yeah, Hoddle yeah and I mean Hoddle had a, a, a modicum of success as a manager don't get me wrong but and Keane you heard the stories about Keane as well and it's it's like what they brought as a player not everybody's able to do and if you demand those standards and demand to be able to do certain things that they could just do naturally then you, that speaks that, that, that kind of rings true in terms of the way he speaks you know, that not good enough, it's this, it's that, they're garbage, they're rotten. But I take responsibility. It's almost yeah. just like he's he's saying what he really thinks and then he says the standard managerial cliche. But see, it's
0: like that whole thing of, you know, um, with all due respect and then you go on a tirade and sag the person off. Mm. It's like, Aye. listen, I'm not blaming the players, but here's why they're all dicks.
2: But, what, as I said, you get that natural bounce at the club because... A, his reputation, his reputation. Stephen Gerrard, champions of 1 are one of the great players of the modern game. But once that naturally dies down, it's he stands and falls in what he can do in managerial wise, and see when it gets tough, like it's obviously starting to. The last two games. He, he doesn't seem to have any answers. Now, he either needs to learn quickly what the answers are, or he's going to go the same way in most of his predecessors.
0: And, you know, to bring new Lennon up, and because of, like, where Hibbs are, Neil Lennon did that a lot last season, where he'd slide the players off, and he'd get a bit of a bounce out of that. Like, um, he'd slide them off, and then the next game they play really well. <coughs> they are eighth, and they I think they, won, they won at the weekend, but that's the first win in seven games. And I think that just says, you know... I really like Neil Lennon in terms of what, when he comes into a club what he does, but he's right,
3: the
0: rates. <laughs> I am mean, right, but anyway. Uh, so just wanted to yeah. highlight the fact that you know if Aberdeen had any sort of consistency, they would definitely be taken. I think if Aberdeen had any sort of consistency, it would have pushed us on to you know we only have to be as good as we have to be mm. domestically, and right now we're two points ahead, game in hand. Let's call that five. Um, we play Rangers in the 29th you know we play Aberdeen on the on Day Day, and then we play Rangers on the 29th if we pick up six points there um, I know we've obviously got a game the weekend as well but like if we just keep going the way we're going um, we could be going into the uh, winter break eight points a clear um, potentially in the next round of Europe and potentially with players coming in in January we'd be looking terrific that's us bringing into looking at the European game so we've got this game against Salzburg at home (sighs) It's a win-and-take-all scenario, um, or if we just match whatever um, Leipzig do, but Leipzig are going to beat Rosenberg because they're fucking hopeless. Um, what are your thoughts going into this game? It's a massive game at Celtic Park. Will you be there in attendance, Mr. Sermani? Yes. Mr. be in attendance. I
2: feel very... Uh, quite nervous about it. Well
0: um, oh, you don't look nervous.
2: Thanks, Louis, thanks. Um... I've tried to adopt some of your uh, Liam Gallagher poise when I'm when I'm talking here. No, that, this is a huge game. Salzburg, are, I mean, the, the home performance against Leipzig was great, but let's not kid ourselves. Salzburg are a better team than Leipzig. Um, we've seen that in the two games they've played. Uh, it's a, it is going to be a big ask. We, I mean, after losing. Away to Leipzig and Salzburg, you know, it was looking as if it was a disaster. To win the last two games to put us in this position uh, is great. It's fantastic. I'm not saying that's it, you know, and we should we should be kind of happy with our efforts. Um, it was a really it was a really difficult group, but now we're in this position at home with uh, the disco lights and all that. We really should, you know, I feel we can kick on and do it, but I think it's going to be an extremely big ask for us um and i'm not i'm not 100% sure how it'll work out but to have us in this position it's all you'd ask for yeah and i mean Salzburg are through so
0: Their managers come out and said they're not resting anyone they want to protect or
2: but that that competitive edge might just seep away and we need to take it maybe we need to try and take advantage of it part of me thinks
0: that it would have been better if we needed
2: to win did you? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you know what I mean no, like like see if like um, I don't know. Dear deal
1: Lister. These other two are tong shit. We're gonna win this game. 40, it's in the bag.
2: It's start, in the bag. It's in the bag Start thinking
0: about the next round. What your what are your thoughts? You Have they won you?
2: all their games so far?
0: Salzburg? Uh, let me just check no. that for you. Um, no they drew with i No, I think I think I think like, Oh no, they beat them, no they beat them. No, they beat them. Uh, Louis, you tell me your thoughts.
1: I, I think it's. I think it's been. It's just been set up perfectly by the last round of fixtures, um, and I think we are going to. I genuinely do think we're going to do this. Um, I think the players know that they've came from being in a position where we, it kind of looked as if we were going to. We were going to be gubbed earlier on in the, in the um, round of matches. Now I think it's very clear what we've got to do: win the game you're through that's it we we can draw aye that's a safety night but I think all the players Brendan Rodgers is going to go with the attitude win this one off game and you're through and I, I genuinely think it's going to be it's going to be such a special night I think on
0: Thursday and I think we're going to do it um, so Salzburg have fifteen points from five games. So, so Salzburg yeah, have won, won them all. all of their games. Uh, so we are on. Uh, we've got. Let me just see the full. Nine, nine points now. So we've got nine points. Um, we go
1: out with nine points. That's I mean, no fair. No, but I mean, you, you can't, can't even, a wee bit to the. To you can't give, really argue it? with that. I mean, it's been it, we've turned that around.
2: Yeah, no, I know. A, a Leipzig at home
1: Leipzig to are at home to Rosenberg,
0: are they? I think they beat Rosenberg 5 oh, 1 or something,
2: didn't they, in Norway?
0: Yeah, Rosenberg have at minus 10 points. They've got no points at all. So, basically, if we get. Well, we can draw the game and get through. Yeah, we can, but can you can you see Celtic drawing this? I, I just. Well, it's a wee safety net, isn't it? We go for it.
1: We absolutely go for it, try and win the game, and then we've got a wee safety net at a draw. Just don't, just don't get beaten off through.
0: That's what I mean. No, like, see if Celtic only could could only win, <coughs> only had to win, then I, th- I'm all, I think that would must be better for us. Um, it, what What have you thought? I mean, we've really turned this group around because it was looking really, yeah, really yeah. fucking grim, wasn't it? At one point, um, the two Leipzig and Salzburg games were just horrific. Um, but we've been It's done fantastically well. We turn it around. Um, my expectation going into this game. In all honesty, this is going to sound really lame and all that, but I just want us to have a good performance. Mm. Um, if Celtic go out on Thursday, but we play really well against Salzburg, let's say we lose, and we, but we've played a really good game and we've just maybe been caught. Uh, fine, I just I just want us to go there and fucking give leave everything on the pitch. I know it's an absolute cliche, oh, but do you know what I mean? No, like if, two
2: halves
0: if we come out and we're for sitting thinking, right, okay, and we start if Celtic start playing cagey to try and protect something, I think that's where we're in trouble. We're going to have to come out and just fucking go for it, like we've got nothing to lose, um, because if we do come out and try and try to protect. A lead, like not. I just. Don't, I don't see why that would be our mentality at all.
1: I, I no. I don't think
0: it's in Brendan Rodgers' mentality. Just go
1: for it. The players are on a massive high just now. Anyway, they'll all be absolutely desperate for this game to come around. I think, and they just don't keep Brown away. If it just
0: keep him away, if it, we'll be fine. So here's a here's a, a message a question from Bobo Balti
1: Yes, Bobo. Brown
0: Brown on the bench on Thursday night? Question mark. Any nice biscuits? Um, I've actually got some Oreos. Um, Thanks for sharing
2: them, Chris. <laughs> I know. Um,
0: but there's only two left, and I want and them there's for two guests. Yeah, yeah, and I want them for editing purposes post podcast.
2: Well, what a great shock
0: Well, you could have brought. Maybe you used to fucking buy biscuits. I would take all my time. But put... now we need to check in the bank see if they're vegan <laughs> or not. <laughs> you know so what we you... do? Who are you fucking talking to,
1: I'm vegan. Things haunt you. You, we brought, could, you could have no, brought. You could can't bring it in my the confidence you, these days. No, we don't you... know what the fuck. No, but you
0: could have brought biscuits for yourself is nah, the point nah. <laughs> nah. nah nah it's not the same is it anyway so um, will Brown be on the bench or on the pitch Louis he'll be on the bloody
1: bench and he'll enjoy it and we'll roll him out for five minutes towards the end Jesus Christ <laughs> just so as a wee there you know. are
0: him and then he'll go up and he'll
1: twiddle someone's beard a wee retirement a soiree <laughs> and then that'll be his last year of being
2: in. <laughs> You're, oh, talking, about you're talking about Celtic's all-time uh, European record. Aye, he's a good, he's a
1: good boy. He's done well. But it's time for the... Uh, take the, take the cronies, It's time for them to go. Him and Lustig, Stig, they need to sad up and ride into the sunset, I'm afraid. Uh, Chris, will he be on the bench
0: or on the pitch for you?
2: He will be on the bench. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, Got to go with form.
0: Um, Go with form. Although, as we mentioned at the kind of uh, the top of the show, that if we are leading going into the last ten minutes, I think he'll be perfect to bring on.
2: He'll bring Malimbu
0: on. Remember that. Oh See, what if happened to that boy? You know the whole thing about him being the leak. Aye. Right now, I'm not saying it's true because it that's, was all rumoured But that's
1: such an easy thing.
0: Cause no, he no, just no, no, Came
1: for Coma, no, but, but like,
0: got to be. Paul. No, but he's not been seen since. He has. He played
2: one game. On game? On game. Came on the Leipzig game. Aye. Came on the game. Aye. Came on the
0: Leipzig game. But he wasn't it. very good.
2: No, it was terrible. But, but he, he, he was good away though. He was good. It was it the Salzburg game he, or the? He played really well. Aye, aye that's
0: it. Right. But I just there's, there's something in him not having the opportunity. I know he was injured for a brief while, but like, see, when I'm thinking about Celtic squads and you know who who we're we going to pick in all this coming into the, the podcast recording, he doesn't even cross my mind anymore.
2: Rest in peace, Yusuf. Oh Jesus No I, I, I'm a big fan of him I think he's I a really good player I just think I think he'll play a role There is obviously something I mean Why he's not been featuring I know he was I think he was injured The first time he went missing I think he was actually injured Yeah he was yeah um, But then he's gone missing again so who, so who knows But I still think he's a good player But let's He's not in the thoughts For Thursday obviously Um, On Thursday I guess
0: Does the team pick itself
2: well, not according to Louis, he wants Scott Bain in, Christian Gamboa right back, and uh Izzy
0: back as well. No, that, that'd be my only changes. <laughs> Christian Gamboa and Scott Bain. Uh, uh, is Scott Bain uh, the greatest uh, goalkeeper of all time? Better than Buffon. Potentially. Better than Buffon.
1: Bain over Buffon. Um, no, come on, let's have a see this conversation with us quite a shite the rest of the show has been good but Gordon versus Bane come on it's time did you see
0: Gordon with that penalty
2: what was that like
0: that was pathetic Scott Bain is actually a very good penalty stopper so so was
2: Rob Douglas
3: Ah, he was he going back to the earth because what I'm off. saying
2: is if he can save penalties it doesn't affect his all round game Gordon makes saves Bane can't oh, all cow. Bain can do is kick the ball out a bit better <laughs> Aye and,
1: and some money Which is actually Kind of key these days and How many touches Does a keeper yeah. have With his feet As opposed to his hands More now Only
2: feet. in the SPFL ah, We're talking about play. Thursday night You starting Bain You starting Gamboa I'm starting ah, start, start header in the microphone <laughs> I'm starting
1: Bain Every game I don't care Who the opposition is That p- that penalty Was pathetic
0: <coughs> Um,
1: Scott Bain I made a cup of tea Before he even Hit the deck
0: I've oh. said it before And I'll say again Scott Bain's A, a good number two He's not a Celtic number one for me personally, but
1: you're a good number two. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll
0: see. Silence.
1: I mean, uh, we should we should buy a new goalkeeper. Obviously, we that, should buy you know, a new
0: goalkeeper. But, but listen, by the way, I'm not. I'm all for maybe bringing, looking at a really top keeper. Um, you know. Of course, we're all looking for a top keeper, but bringing someone who and who's a little bit younger, who might be better with the ball at his feet, a Danny Ward, for example. But you know, are we going to get them? Probably not. So, uh, Golden will be number one for the next two seasons. No, I think he. No. Pro- I think he probably will.
1: Surely not. We'll see.
2: Move on.
0: <laughs> Move on, uh, Jozo Siminovic should we happy that he's the best of what we have got in that position with Boyata out.
2: Boyata, Benkovic first choice, Siminovic over Jack Henry any day of the week.
0: I thought, I thought, Semen- what, you could,
2: what you could do right now is pause what I've just said, right, and put on a diatribe from Christian about <gasps> oh, Jack Henry. He oh, yeah. passes the ball very like, good. And, and gets- let's not forget. Christopher Ayer. Who well, I'm still a fan of, actually, but uh, obviously he's... He's injured. unavailable at the moment.
0: Um, see, with Siminovic, I thought he played well on Saturday, but it's just... You just can't count Talking on the lingo with Benkovic, you know? Yeah. But you just can't count on him. We played two or three really good
2: games in then He smacked the bar against Aberdeen. Fucking unbelievable. He also,
1: you also uh, looks better when he's got a bit of quality next to him. That's always been the case. when it, he, he can't be the main man, but... Yeah. he's He like, <clears throat> looks all right now, but... I think still, Iron and Benkovic for me. Obviously, Boyata, but Boyata's probably going to be going, isn't he? So.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's. So's Benkovic. No. I know, so's Benkovic. we will him to the end of the season. I think Benkovic, we talked about this, if we didn't actually touch on it, but Benkovic is uh, setting up his passing, just the way the ball drops. The way he passes the ball is something to. Ab- it's absolutely wonderful how he passes and how the ball kind of cu- he curves. He kind The way he hits it, a lot of the time he'll just kind of curve it to the player's feet. And you know, there's Good this one. big debate about, you know, he's better than Van Dyke was. Not that he's better than Van Dyke, but he's better at Van than Van Dyke was at Celtic. Do you agree with that?
2: It's really difficult to quantify. A lot of people said that Denier was better than Van Dyke at the time. Clearly, yeah. clearly isn't true, but. Uh, I don't know. He's probably. I mean, Van Dyke lost concentration up here quite a bit. You, you did see that at times, um, and he certainly. The, the team weren't particularly good in Europe either, but he never really covered himself in glory in Europe. Um, Benkevich looks really good. That's as much as I'm committing. to saying is he did he look better than Van Dyke? I don't know. Don't think
1: it Well, he's get yet more splinters in his ass sitting on that fence. I'll give you the straight answer. I'll <laughs> yeah, give you the correct yeah. answer. I'll Jesus. give you the truth. Here we go. Yes, he's
2: better. Alex Jones over here. <laughs> but you don't, it's not the truth. <laughs> oh, because I you But that is exactly what it is. You're just going like that. I'm going to say something outrageous. That's not outrageous. It is. He's like yeah. not picturing yourself <laughs> at Nebworth. That's <laughs> who you think you are. That's why you're coming out with all these outlandish statements. <laughs>
1: he's put one foot wrong the whole time he's he's been here. He's been brilliant.
0: Um, Rolls Royce.
1: BDI, nah.
2: were push. Right?
0: <laughs> BDI. <laughs> Um, so we're looking at Gordon, uh, <laughs> Lustig, Tierney, Benkovic, and Siminovic, <coughs> Sinclair, Forest, with McGregor, Christie, and Rogic. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Correct.
1: Aye,
2: <laughs> nah, no, do ah, at, at you,
0: aye, uh, look at you, aye, look at you, you're not going to deny Tam for a second week in a row, are
2: you? No, sure. um, i like,
0: think I that's stupid. I think we should put Tam on the bench, because uh,
1: that's
2: what it
0: is this week. I don't think he's good enough, but you know, I really like him, but I don't think he's good enough. I never said he wasn't good enough. <laughs> I wanted to down. save
1: him for the cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> aye. See, uh, we just got the, um, in Cham's like the wee bit lost... When he came on, recently.
2: well, when he came on against Motherwell, and he, he, he had them out of position. Do you know what I mean? The, the, I thought it was a strange, strange formation. Strange formation. And then when he hooked him at half time, you know, he bring on Sinclair. You weren't exactly going all oh, great. He's going to be more effective. And Sinclair wasn't particularly good against Motherwell. Um, it was a bit. It was a bit strange uh, And Cham. Wait, did you see? He's only twenty two as well. Twenty two. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen him dictate games. You know, phenomenally. And then you can see, him and he just kind of looks lost. Um, he's rightly not in the team just now, but I think writing him off is a bit tough.
0: No, not writing him off at all. He just looks a little bit... He's signed a new deal as well, didn't yeah, he? So, I think he's a class act. Um, so, we've got that. And Edward Doesn't need deals. Has to be. Um, here's some uh, stats. Um, stats or facts? So odson Edward has 8 goals in the SPFL in 108 minutes per game.
2: See, this, this is k- terrific. I'm just going to cut you off here. It, you made it sound all official. You just printed off Scottish Premiership top scorers, didn't you?
0: Yeah.
1: We just went to the V tab on Spend the enough. BBC website. Yeah, I, I
0: absolutely did. So yeah, There's sp- not reinvented really sp- the sp- wheel here. Yeah, and also I'm not making out like I created these stats. Um, i trying to be Christian. Alfredo Maneles, 9 goals in 124 minutes. So No, 124 minutes per goal. Edward, 108 minutes per goal. Um, ah, He's some boy, isn't he? Eight goals and two assists. Uh, Some of his best performances, though, have came in Europe.
2: Yep. Leipzig at home is the best I've seen him play for us.
0: Yeah. Um, And I just think that he has the sort of... He's got everything in his locker to be a kind of terrific... The missing piece for us. Put it this way, he's better than Anthony Stokes. Okay, so what is your... Predictions for for oh he's going to head, he's doing the uh, he's doing the head thing. Louis McCaffrey
1: God, what is your prediction? Say something
2: outrageous. Forty five 0
1: No can not Keep it keep it realistic here. Um three one Celtic. Okay, nice. Who's your scorers? Um Christy Tom Rodick
0: and French Eddie. Do you know, that's not the most unrealistic thing. What about yourself, Chris?
2: Wrong. 2-1, Celtic.
0: Okay, your scorers?
2: french Eddie double.
0: Nice. Um, I also think it'll be 2-1. I'd like it to be 3-1, but I think it'll be 2-1. And I think, again, french Eddie and Christy. I I can see just Christy. Christy looks like he's going to score in every game he's playing in, so... Um, get the two youngsters Um, that will then potentially if everything goes our way if we win then we go into the last 32 which means we get something to look forward to in February I think it's late January early February February we'll get pumped out by one of the big teams but hey at least we'll get out of the group but we could I I don't know something says to me we're going to get to the UEFA Cup final
1: where is it the final
0: uh, Baku Baku,
1: Baku. Oh, well <laughs> we'll,
0: be, we'll be off the
1: Baku then <laughs> we'll
0: off the Baku uh, right that's our podcast uh, check us out 90 Minutes Cynic we're on Twitter at 90 Minutes Cynic it's good to have a talent back in
1: this oh, week it's oh 18 really shows a look at
2: this, this is like 1996 <laughs> Liam Gallagher here man he's he's, 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 doing he's actually swaggering and he's seat aye in the
0: sunshine no such
2: no such a
0: dick <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> You could at least have done Probably it. Didn't know. Do, do an impression. What so, say? No such a dick in a Liam Gallagher voice. I don't know what his voice. is. How can I do that? <laughs> have you never listened to him in an interview? No.
2: Got to remember he's twelve. By the way, just, <laughs> just, just so you know, when I have
0: never seen Nakamura and I don't know who Liam Gallagher is. So you are Liam Gallagher. You are no Gallagher. No, I'm not. Yeah, so he he I'm not I assuming. Are. All
2: right, you're. The, the other one, the fat brother, bonehead. <laughs> You're bonehead. <laughs> the fat, fat brother, Paul. Is it Paul
0: Gallagher <laughs> Paul Gallagher Yeah, who was on like I all oh, that fucking terrible um, the girl show or whatever. Um, right lads, his soul career has been bish. <laughs> Absolute pleasure, Lee McCaffrey. As always,
1: ah, it's been brilliant. Aye, eh? good to be good to be on the show. I've enjoyed myself.
2: Mad for it. Mad for it. Mad for it. Chris O'Many, pleasure. Been great.
0: B- pleasure as always. Louis McCaffrey, Chris O'Mani, I'm Chris Gallagher, Wheel of Ninety Minute Cynic and we'll speak to you down the road. I have to put an oasis track in there.